farming is a little bit different out here in the Pacific Northwest in some ways, right? We do some unique things out here. Sometimes we have a different way of going about things. We face different challenges oftentimes out here than maybe the Midwest or or back east. Welcome back to The Farming Show. Dylan Honkoop here on KGMI. And, you know, sometimes you wonder, do, do the, the top leaders back east do they know uh, what we face out here it's it's really cool to see some of those folks come out here uh sometimes and and check things out and see what's going on and connect with the challenges that we face in farming here in the pacific northwest well uh, a top name was recently out here, hosted by the Washington Farm Bureau. It's the president of the American Farm Bureau, Zippy Duval, was here. Joining me now is the new president of the Washington Farm Bureau, Rosella Mosby. No stranger to this program, uh, but Rosella, I don't think we've had you on since uh, you've been named president of State Farm Bureau. So first, con con congrats to you. I mean, wow. Thanks, Dylan. Uh, yeah, I haven't been on since I've taken on this new role. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. And for people who don't know, Rosella Mosby, uh, part of uh, Mosby Farms down in the Auburn area. They grow a bunch of different veggies in the Green River Valley. Um, that's, a, that's a busy, uh, labor-intensive, stressful game to be in that uh, world of producing fresh vegetables. Uh, for market, but they're positioned so close to Seattle. It's kind of cool what they do. And I think a lot of people don't know uh, how much food is produced there and in, in, in that area. Rosella, um, you hosted the president of the American Farm Bureau recently, Zippy Duval. Talk about the visit. What was that like? And and uh, what did what did Zippy think of us out here in the Pacific Northwest? Well, it's a it's a beautiful place to farm. First of all, right? Yeah. We're so diverse in our state. You can go from, you know, really wet green climate to a very dry and arid uh, climate if you head over to the other side of the mountains. And so, I think he had been here uh, hosted by Idaho last. It was last summer, summer mm. before. I can't remember exactly, but so he'd kind of seen the. He was here looking at the dams um, and that issue. Right. And so when I found out he was coming, I was like, "All right, I think we should take him to the northwest part of Washington State." Um, he had been to, I believe, Utah and Oregon, and and so the Oregon president and I are good friends and was like, okay, what are you guys doing so we don't repeat, right, <laughs> yeah. uh, up in our neck of the woods? And so we had him fly into Bellingham, kind of trying to avoid that Seattle fiasco. <laughs> and we, yeah. we started at Lenson Dairy. And one thing that I think is uh, important to note during this tour, we didn't just visit the dairy and talk to the farmers of that specific dairy or berry farm or what have you. We actually incorporated other farmers from the same area. So that way Zippy had an opportunity to uh, interact with multiple people doing the same job. So we visited Troy Lenson and Terry Lenson's dairy. And then we um, went to the northern border. We just, you know, a mile and a half away. I said, hey, let's make a pit stop at the border. So you could, he could see the actual ditch 
That's what it is. Yeah, I saw your your photo with him at the border uh, on Facebook. Yeah, and the newly uh, installed cable, what, a year and a half or something ago. And uh, yeah, because he, I said, I bet you've been to the southern border a hundred times. And I said, I want to show you the Canadian border uh, that has its own set of issues, right? Right. You all that live up close to the border, you guys know what those issues are. And so... um, we went from there to Mayberry, Kurt Mayberry uh, Farms, and talked to some berry growers. Um, and then headed. we did the bread lab and then Skagit Malting, and all of the growers uh, for Skagit Malting were there and uh, had a great – we had a great dinner. And um, thank you again for sitting on our panel just to kind of talk about the issues. The whole goal wasn't to put – uh, Zippy Duval in the hot seat, right? He wasn't yeah. here to to answer our questions. The goal really was to send Zippy back with a whole slate of issues that he can now be aware of that are happening in Washington State, so that he can be a better advocate for us. So, I think, yeah. So they don't forget about us back there. I know. You know I sometimes it feels like they forget about that we're out here and we farm and we produce a lot of food. Yeah, his comment to me was, you know. Um, well, I've always felt Washington, we're so heavily regulated here. So we're so regulated, so regulated. And then we also pay the highest wages in the nation for, for farm, um, help. Uh, I think except for this year, I think California beat us by 10 cents, uh, for the first time in a while. And I, I, I just feel like we need a bigger seat at the national table. And he said, you know what, we, you know, Washington's kind of fallen off the map a little bit. And I hope that, you know, you can get your Farm Bureau folks to get more engaged. And I think that's a disconnect we don't always think about, right? Your county Farm Bureau is connected all the way to D.C. Uh, through the tools and the structure that Farm Bureau has to work through to be heard. And so I appreciate that he's... He's wanting to see Farm Bureau become more involved yeah. on the national level. So I'm excited about that. With us right now is Rosella Mosby. She is a vegetable grower down in the Auburn area. She's also president and newly elected president of the Washington Farm Bureau, hosting the president of the American Farm Bureau just a couple of weeks ago and took him on a tour right here in Whatcom County and down in Skagit County for a, a national uh, name uh, a person with uh, quite a bit of influence and involvement in uh, the world of farming and politics back east uh, for him to get a, a slice of life uh, over here like like you said uh, Rosella in, a, in an area that uh, can be kind of distant and, and fall off the map as you said now for people who aren't familiar with Zippy or American Farm Bureau, he he works out of Washington, D.C., right? But still has his own farm in Georgia? He does. He um, raises a lot of chicken that actually ends up at uh, Chick-fil-A, and I believe he has cattle, and uh, I can't remember what else above and beyond that. But yeah. um, So he spends uh, a little time at his farm in Georgia and then probably half the time on, on the road. And um, the other part of his time in Washington, D.C., and just having that opportunity to take him somewhere like Skagit Seed, where, you know, the the a huge portion of seed production happens in the Skagit and making that connection of, you know, that added connection. Like not only is it so technical in how seed is produced, but when we put our seed grower out of business, wow, we really have a problem. I mean, you can't grow (laughs) without a seed, right? And uh, 
And then, and then after that, we went to see Francisco, um, and his oyster, uh, oyster, um, I don't even know what you call it, an oyster farm, farm I suppose, yeah. yeah. And, uh, Francisco Santelices, who I had on uh, Real yes. Food, Real People podcast recently, yes. by the way, uh, shameless plug, check out that yeah, episode absolutely. Uh, uh, on Real Food, Real People to find out all about farming oysters. But anyway, yeah, it, it yeah. was another kind of farming that people probably don't often think about. But a really good source of protein, too. Yeah. You know, and yeah. his just the him talking about the environmental um, benefits of, of raising oysters and the connection. Don't ask me what the connection is because I kind of walked away at that point. But he talked <laughs> about the connection between dairies and, and oysters. And yeah. um, I, I just I was so I was so proud and uh just impressed with the producers that we have in our state and the hard work that they're doing and just the diversity and to be able to show Zippy like, Hey, this is, this is a, the beautiful Northwest corner of Washington state and, and it's unique and it's a story that needs to be told. Yeah. And I did invite him back. I said, Hey, you have to go see the flip side, right? You have to go see the other side of the mountains where it's a totally different, um, totally different challenge set of challenges and yep. totally different climate and all of that. So I hope he comes back. This is the farming show here on KGMI. I'm Dylan Honkoop uh, talking with Rosella Mosby, president of the Washington Farm Bureau and a veggie grower down in the Auburn area, Green River Valley, kind of south west or southeast of Seattle. Um, so Zippy, you know, spends time in DC. He probably has meetings with some pretty important and, and powerful people to, you know, raise awareness, uh, make, you know, <laughs> statements about different issues of policy and what's going on politically. Um, he has some influence in that world. What, what did he think of every, what were his reactions to some of this stuff out here? I'm really curious to, to hear what he thought of, of Northwest Washington agriculture. I think he was thoroughly impressed and didn't realize how, um, diverse. And like I say, when you come back to, to an operation like Skagit Seed, how technical, you know, they're operate or they're, uh, utilizing a combine to harvest and, and just the male and female plants and stringing it up all by hand. And there's so much technical, um, stuff that goes into seed production yeah. and and even like the little teeny tiny oysters at, at Francisco's and then even the malting facility. I mean, there was just so much information and his, his um, message is like, Hey, I'm here. I'm here to learn because you never know who I'm going to talk to. I might yeah. see the president one day. I might see, you know, uh, somebody in making ag decisions, somebody on an ag committee or what have you. Right. Uh, so I need to know what's happening. And, and that's where, um, that's where I come back to, uh, the, the power of Farm Bureau, really, when you have the structure and the structure is utilized as it should be, and people are involved in a grassroots organization with a grassroots effort to be heard all the way to the top. Um, that's, that's really important. And it doesn't, it doesn't work if people aren't engaged. And he talked a lot about the importance of your policy book. Um, you know, he said, Hey, multiple times and multiple locations. That policy book, I realize it's a pain to have to sit down and like take a look at it to make sure that that book is reflecting what you need to succeed, right? But that is the tool that our government relations staff uses to either mm. 
work bills on the Hill in Olympia or go to DC. There's an American Farm Bureau book, but you you still have to work that policy from the county up. All the policy modifications start at the county. And that is why county farm bureaus is so um, valuable to our organization. And policy book being the the book for a county farm bureau, for the state farm bureau, and, and like you state said, for, Ameri- uh, for American farm bureau that kind of um, lists kind of the Farm Bureau and the farming community's position on a wide variety of issues, right? Yep, yep. And that that is what um, government relations or your lobbyists, essentially, mm-hmm. that is their guidebook uh, for what they how they advocate on a um, on a on a potential law or mm-hmm. legislation that is their tool if it's not in the book then it, it then they can't they can't address that so maybe on the other side of the mountains there's a lot of solar uh, going in and it's taking up farmland and there's yeah. counties right now who are really uh, um, involved in figuring out like what should that look like so that it's best for farmers and farmland and food production in Washington state. So that's an anticipated policy modification that we're hoping to see come November at our annual meeting that we decide if it goes into the book. If it's something that needs to go to the national level, then that work is approved um, to send to AFBF and then it, it goes to the delegate body at the national level in January. So he also talked a lot about how, you know, you might be part of a commission of some kind, like whether it's, you know, another uh, group like your, I guess in your area, it might yep. be Blueberry Commission or Raspberry Commission, what have you. Right. Um, and he talked about the importance of policy books being somewhat aligned. He said there is nothing worse than going to D.C., and, and advocating for the policy book. And then all of a sudden, like the beef commission or what have you has a, a little bit different stance. And so now you're fighting against, against each other. And that's like the worst thing for us in agriculture, because we just, I think the new number out is we're 1.4 of the population. And so, you know, we're growing food and trying to feed the rest and have exports and and so we we have to save ourselves, right? Yeah. And saving ourselves is advocating for our livelihood. 1.4% of the population is farming. And, you know, what percentage of that is, you know, really producing a lot of food is, you know, that's an even smaller number. Uh, it's fascinating stuff. Was there anything, and we're talking with Rosella Mosby, president of the Washington Farm Bureau here on The Farming Show on KGMI. Uh, was there anything that we're, we're talking about Zippy Duval, the president of the American Farm Bureau coming all the way out here to Northwest Washington to kind of tour around and see what, what our farms are like and what our issues are. Was there anything that really jumped out to him that he, that he said, Oh, you know, uh, we got to do something about that. <laughs> Always <laughs> makes me wonder, you know, if somebody from outside can see up close, Oh, you know, this issue, this problem, this challenge that farming is facing. Oh, this is actually really bad. We we didn't realize from afar how bad it was. Well, a little little education along the way throughout the day, right? So yeah. uh, he got a he got an update on our over upcoming overtime um, requirements. Uh, Oregon just passed their overtime, um, which will start uh, I think next year, and so now the whole West Coast is going to be paying agriculture overtime. And we talked a lot about how how, you know, that's going to impact our ability to um, 
grow food and compete, you know, mm-hmm. on a, on a, not only on a national market, but you know, when you're, we grow cucumbers. So when you have to compete with cucumbers, uh, that are grown elsewhere and, and, uh, yeah, there, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just a can of worms. We don't have to get into at this moment, but <laughs> we also talked about, um, we also talked about the impact and the potential, um, of new buffer bills, you know what I mean? Coming yep. and we talked about the buffer bill that was introduced this year and just kind of that, the impact. Um, our farm's a great example where we are temporary water storage for King County, right? So our whole field will fill with water. And if it's, you know, from the high point, 230, 250 feet, that puts the buffer line in the middle of our warehouse. So <laughs> um, just... A lot of your farm would be gone. Would have been gone under yeah, that legislation. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it and it's a no touch buffer, and that was that was something that he just couldn't wrap his mind around. I think it's like we have invasive, um, invasive weeds here. I mean, blackberries are yeah. on the west side or everywhere, and so when you create a no touch buffer like that, then that you can't maintain, and you're going to be fined if you maintain it. Um, you you know you're going to end up with just. Uh, acres and acres of blackberries at the end of the day, which don't shade anything. So it's, uh, I think he was surprised at some of the regulatory impacts that we have, um, which just, I mean, comes back to, you got to get involved. Uh, If you don't talk, you're not heard. And so. Well, uh, I I, I think, you know, I, I, sadly, I feel some people have forgotten the importance of, Farm Bureau, they've forgotten what Farm Bureau does, and it is something that's so important. And that unity element that you talked about is so important where, you know, um, people across different commodities, different crops, different sectors of the farming world um, need to work together and support each other. Um, As one voice, we are so much more powerful as a farming community than if we're all squabbling amongst each other about what, you know, the little details of what might be the perfect thing. Um, it's not helpful when we get caught in that trap. Um, just a minute left uh, with Rosella Mosby, president, new president of the Washington uh, Farm Bureau. What's your vision as president, Rosella, uh, for where the, the state Farm Bureau organization needs to go? So I've always said, I think Farm Bureau is the best tool in the shed. Farm Bureau is an umbrella organization. We represent everybody in agriculture. Um, we just need to sharpen it up and get to work. And um, I have always respected that policy is established by the majority. Um, so that says to me that if you have an issue um, and or if you believe in policy, you don't sh- you don't show up and vote. You're not being represented. Yeah. So my goal uh, really is to reignite the grassroots. Uh, we gotta we gotta be far more. Um, outgoing in our approach to how we how we handle these regulatory impacts that are basically determining the future of your livelihood your next generation's livelihood and my goal is to represent all the farmers in washington state uh, the best of my ability i think that um my role is to be an ambassador for Washington Farm Bureau. I, I'm certainly coming at it more from a servant leadership role. Mm-hmm. Um, and and my goal is to work, do the best work on behalf of the members. Well, it, like we just said, it's an incredibly important thing. And now more than ever with the, the pressures 
uh, weighing so heavily on so many parts of farming. We need Farm Bureau. We need an effective uh, and poignant Farm Bureau. And I'm pumped to hear uh, about your leadership and your leadership style. Um, and uh, it sounds like, you know, what you're working on, bringing big things uh, to the state Farm Bureau organization. Again, Rosella Mosby. Uh, with us here on the farming show this morning we're out of time but rosella thank you for taking the time to chat with us and bringing zippy out here and for everything that you do to advocate for farming here in washington state we we really appreciate it always appreciate a conversation with you dylan thank you